things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Revan and this is the Smart 7 Ireland edition best of 2021. It's Sunday the 26th of December, it's Stevens's Day. Hey, it's Kira Revens and welcome to the second episode of the Smart 7 Ireland Edition's Christmas Specials. Each day across Christmas and the New Year, we'll have a brand new episode of the Smart 7 to help you remember the biggest moments from another dramatic year. Plus, we've got special guest hosts joining us who'll take us through their seven biggest moments from the past 12 months, including Danny Dyer, Edith Bowman and more. In today's episode, we're looking back at the events of the second quarter of 2021, the seven biggest stories between April and June. Ireland was finally coming to an end of restrictions as April drew to a close. Of course, this was before the Delta variant appeared. But after 1.5 million vaccination doses had been distributed, Michal Martin spoke to The Nation on Thursday the 28th of April. The good news is that the strategy is working. Because of your hard work and sacrifices, we are in a better place. A million of our children are now back safely at school. Our young people are back playing sport. House building has safely restarted all across the country. Vital non-COVID health care is being restored. And critically, our national vaccination programme is progressing well. By tonight, more than one and a half million vaccine doses will have been administered. From May 17th, shops will be allowed to reopen as normal. On the 2nd of June, hotels can reopen. And then finally, on June 7th, outdoor hospitality, including pubs and restaurants, can reopen, as can gyms and swimming pools. Michal had one more bit of good news. And it is with no small measure of personal relief that I can also confirm that on the 10th of May, hairdressing and other personal services will reopen by appointment all across the country. While Michal had the good news, Sonisha Leavaradkar was warning that we may still need to be cautious as the pandemic is still on fire around the world. And if you were looking forward to heading back to the office, there's bad news on that until at least September. The advice on working from home remains the same. Uh, People should uh, work from home if at all possible, uh, only go into their workplace uh, if it's absolutely necessary, Uh, and um, even in those scenarios to try to make arrangements that there's only one person um, uh, in the workplace. No sooner had the Delta variant appeared on the horizon than the HSE found itself in the middle of a ransomware attack. Russian hackers were able to access the HSE servers and seize records and control of key systems. And it was not an easy fix. With a significant ransom of €20 million demanded from the government, our patient data would be released onto the web. They took me all Martin had some not very good news for patients. But in situations like this, uh, information can be secured and can end up uh, in the public um, uh, domain. And that is obviously um, a concern. And HSE CEO Paul Reid says they continue to work on restoring systems. We're obviously very concerned because every day that passes by, the clinical and medical risk increases. So everybody's working around the clock to try to put very complex pieces of the jigsaw together. So it's always very slow progress until we get a number of our key systems linked with a number of our key hospitals. The good news from the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly is that vaccinations remain unaffected. Certainly I can confirm that over the last two or three days, we've now gone in excess of 40% of the entire adult population have had, had a, at least a first dose. So that's two in every five adults in the country. So it's, it, it, it's good news, and particularly when we're dealing with such awful stuff in terms of this, this, uh, this criminal activity and the disruption. It's fantastic to see the vaccine programme is going from strength to strength. HSE CEO Paul Reid has condemned the hackers for targeting a health service in the middle of a global health crisis. 
I, I really do believe this is quite a quite a stomach-churning criminal act that we've been we've experienced. So launch, launch an attack of such a massive scale on sick and vulnerable people uh, in in this country and an entire country in the midst of a global pandemic uh, is just quite an extraordinary thing to do. Uh, and uh, there's no doubt it is a, a vicious and a callous act and will be condemned everywhere by decent people. The government has sought and obtained an injunction to prevent the release of data, but how much good that would be, it's hard to say. Minister Heather Humphreys warned patients that if anyone tried to approach them for money, they shouldn't pay. What I'm saying to people today is do not pay them money, because even if they say they will give you something, there's no guarantee when the money is gone from your account that they will honour their word because they are criminals and the state will not be paying ransom money. Friday, 9th of April, saw the death announced of the Queen's husband, the Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, passed away on Friday morning at Windsor Castle. A week of mourning will culminate in the official state funeral on Saturday afternoon, which will be televised. Prince Charles spoke of his loss. My dear papa was, uh, was a very special person who, I think above all else, would have been amazed by the reaction and the touching things that have been said about him. And from that point of view, we are, my family, deeply grateful for all that. It will sustain us in this particular loss and at this particularly sad time. And Prince Andrew spoke on Sunday at Windsor Castle on how his mother is coping. The Queen, as you would expect, is an incredibly stoic um, person. Um, And um, uh, she described uh, his passing as a miracle. And uh, and she's... um, Contemplating, I think, is the way that I would put it. There is, she described it as, as, as having left a huge void uh, in her life. As the funeral capacity will only be 30 people, Boris has given up his seat for a member of the royal family and Prince Harry has flown home. But Meghan's doctor has advised her not to travel as it's too late in her pregnancy. Former UK government advisor Dominic Cummings officially left his Downing Street position in November of 2020. Probably too early for the Christmas parties, but he's been a thorn in Boris's side throughout 2021, making use of his blog and tweeting stories and commentary on his former boss. M.A. Dom appeared in front of a Commons committee and testified for seven hours about the government and Boris's reaction to the pandemic and their attempts to cope as infections started to spread. He began with an apology. The truth is that senior ministers, senior officials, senior advisers like me fell disastrously short of the standards that the public has a right to expect of its government in a crisis like this. When the public needed us most, the government failed. And I'd like to say to all the families of those who, uh, who died unnecessarily how sorry I am for the mistakes that were made and for my own mistakes at that. He was utterly scathing about Boris saying he did hear him say let the bodies pile up and he painted a picture of incompetence that led directly to thousands of deaths. It is completely crazy that I should have been in such a senior position, in my personal opinion. I'm not smart. I've not built great things in the world. Um, It's just, it's completely 
crackers that someone like me should have been in there, just the same as it's crackers that Boris Johnson was in there and that the choice at the last election was Jeremy Corbyn. And he told a brutally frank story about just how unprepared the government were for a pandemic, describing the moment that senior civil servant Helen McNamara walked into the Cabinet office. I've been told for years that there was a whole plan for this. There is no plan. We're in huge trouble. I've come through here to the... Helen McEnroe said, I've come through here to the Prime Minister's office to tell you all, quote, I think we are absolutely fucked. So to come on this Christmas edition of the Smart 7 Ireland edition, justice for George Floyd, and it turns out we all miss the gossip from friends. Right after this. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Smart 7 Island edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. The death of George Floyd in May 2020 sparked protests, riots and global awareness that Black Lives Matter. It took 11 months for the police officer at the centre of the investigation who was videoed kneeling on George's neck in the street to be put on trial. And on Tuesday the 20th of April, the jury finally gave its verdict. There was widespread relief across the US as a US jury found former police officer Derek Chauvin guilty of the murder of George Floyd. Crowds outside gathered to hear the verdict. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count three, second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict due to this 20th day of April. Joe Biden addressed the nation and called for police reform. We have to listen. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Those are George Floyd's last words. 
We can't let those words die with him. We have to keep hearing those words. We must not turn away. We can't turn away. We have a chance to begin to change the trajectory. It's my hope and prayer that we live up to the legacy. It made the BBC finally announce the results of a long-running investigation into, well, itself. It related to the famous Martin Bashir and Princess Diana interview and how exactly the interview was landed in the first place. The report was pretty damning. Do you think Mrs Parker Bowles was a factor in the breakdown of your marriage? Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. The report by Lord Dyson found that Martin Bashir deceived and induced Diana into the interview using mocked-up bank statements and the journalist issued an apology yesterday saying it was a stupid thing to do and an action I deeply regret. Prince William spoke last night. It is welcome that the BBC accepts Lord Dyson's findings in full, which are extremely concerning. That BBC employees lied and used fake documents to obtain the interview with my mother, made lurid and false claims about the royal family, which played on her fears and fueled paranoia. It is my view that the deceitful way the interview was obtained substantially influenced what my mother said. Lord Grade, former Director General, says by and large the BBC maintains high standards. It's very damaging indeed, but the BBC is a great institution and most of its journalism uh, is extremely important in this country and, and very respectable and proper. Uh, but. What we don't know is how many more cover-ups there have been. These are the questions that go through your mind when you read the report. Seventeen years after the last episode of the sitcom Friends aired, we finally got a reunion show on Thursday the 27th of May. Finally, after all that waiting, the Friends reunion show hit the airwaves and the streaming platforms yesterday and under the watchful eye of James Corden, we discovered a massive secret that had been hiding in plain sight. James asked the cast if at any stage there had been any real-life romance and, well, Jennifer Aniston had a surprising answer. Uh, well, I mean, David? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... The, the first season. Yeah, the first season, we... I had a major crush on Jen. Um, I... And, and I re- think we re- both... Separated. At some point, we were both crushing hard on each other, but it was like two ships passing because one of us was always in a relationship. So, and we never crossed that boundary. You know, we respected that, and but we both... Bullshit. <laughs> This has been the Smart 7 Ireland Editions review of quarter two for 2021. We're back tomorrow at 7am with a brand new episode and we're here every day across Christmas with a comprehensive look back at the biggest events of 2021. We'll also have guests including Danny Dyer and Edith Bowman. Have a great Christmas from all at the Smart 7 Ireland Edition and we'll see you tomorrow at 7am. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.